You're listening to Never Sleeps Network. entire first take uh i i deleted the i deleted it <laughs> what's good everybody <laughs> my name is zach my name is joey and this is a podcast where we do not make mistakes no and never. we dig deep on your favorite video games yes always <laughs> oh and we're doing we're doing pretty good today joe right yeah. feeling feel pretty good feeling pretty good we got some new furniture and umbrellas and <laughs> yeah Enjoying Mr. Pooh. It's fun, ton, tons of fun. By the way, not Mr. P-O-O, Mr. P-U. It's a mobile rain protection unit. Get it right, people. It's what you call a big umbrella. <laughs> is, that what, is that not what you guys call your umbrellas? Yeah. Okay. You can feel free to use that. I thought everyone called their umbrellas Mr. Pooh. Yeah. You, it's more fun that way. If you give it a, give it a cool name. Uh, but what are we doing today, Joey? I'm, I'm a bit lost. Gym, part three. We are. So, oh, Earthworm Jim. Yeah, we're doing Earth- like the tube race, which is like pretty much part two of last level that we did. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. We, we ended up finishing up down in the tubes, and then we walked down the hall, and then Jim yelled, Groovy! And we decided <laughs> that was a cut, because that's technically the end of a stage. And then now we're here. We're in tube race. Tube race, yeah. Okay, so let's jump into the tube race and hope we don't die, and we will be right back after this break. Okay, Joey, since yeah. we're like, okay, there's two what? levers here, all right? Hop, let's hop into the submarine. There's two levers. One goes up, up and down, and the other one goes left and all right. right. All right? Can you, uh, can you okay. do the left and right? Got it. Okay, okay. ready? I'm going to pull this up. Okay, I'm going to pull... Slight, slightly, okay, okay, here we go. Don't, don't, no. don't pull, don't pull to the right, don't pull to the right, right!
We're back. We didn't die. No. Okay, we didn't die a Ish. lot. <laughs> Only a few times. Yeah. It's almost like it's unfair how getting through this tube race is. Yeah, it's like kind of like cheap. Well, let's like yeah. explain that a little bit. So let's talk a little bit about the tube race. So okay. like the previous level, they had those submarine sections, right? Yes. This is all submarine section. It's just one big submarine section. Yeah, there's a brief segment that's outside of the submarine, so you can say hi to that your favorite hamster again. Right. Gerbil, hamster, whatever. Whatever. And then and then it's part three of submarine time. Yeah. But the problem now, it's the same problem, but magnified now. Yeah, except because so, it's like, that's all you're doing. So yeah, like now let me back it up. So just in case people didn't remember what I was talking about last week, um, the three main problems that are plaguing this entire submarine section are the camera is zoomed in way too far and you can't tell where you should be going and how fast you should be going. Mm -hmm. Problem number one. Problem number two is the hitbox for the submarine is not well defined. So you don't know how you should be maneuvering. Correct. And then number th well, actually, this one doesn't actually have problem number three. Problem number three last time was the fact that they had an enemy at the end that took 25% damage. Oh, uh, yeah. Fucks and destroys you. <laughs> so it's mainly the first two. Okay, problem so number three. So the camera three, being zoomed. What? Problem number three is that this is the whole level. The problem number three is the whole level, which is such a goddamn disappointment. Because the last stage, the, I mean, well, not the last stage. The last world that we're in, the hell world. Yeah. Was like so much better level. than this. Best level ever. It it was so much better. Like what the hell? I was, had such high expectations. Yeah. They put a lot of effort into that. It's almost making me think like they just did that not intentionally. Yeah, I don't know. Like, or maybe they have like a few good levels and then some, and then in between they just put these crappy ones. Yeah, I mean, I see where this is going. Like in a concept, this is a cool idea. The only problem is the execution is not so great. Right. Like You, you having, expect it to be, like, awesome levels every time. Well, I mean, not every time, but, oh, like, yeah. the previous state, they broke this up into two segments. So I thought they would have kind of understood that they maybe should pull the camera out a little bit more or redefine the hitboxes so it actually know what I'm going to hit when I hit the submarine against the wall. Mm -hmm. Whatever. The problem now is that it's magnified because previously you had it in 30-second increments of air. So every so often you found like this air containers that would refill your ship. Yeah. Problem is there's on the main critical path, there's only one refuel station. It's right in the beginning. And it gets you up to 100 seconds. There's only one? Yeah, just the one. Hmm. There is a second one from what I what I found, but it's way off yeah, of yeah. the critical path. Right, right, okay, yeah. So the problem is you wouldn't think to find that because the way that this level's structured, you are just trying to get to the end. Yeah, they're, they're rushing you. They're trying to rush you, so you don't feel like you have the ability to go and explore and search for that secondary, uh, that secondary air refueling. Right. 
Which is a problem, because then, since you set that expectation that you have to be going through quickly, nobody's gonna find that second one, and then this is just fucking ridiculously hard, because that means that you're gonna die a lot, because you need to memorize every twist and turn for the submarine race. Yeah. Because the first time you go through, you're gonna... Here's what happened. Let me, let me just set an example of what happened to me running through this. So you run through the first time, mm-hmm. uh, and you're going pretty, like, slow-ish, because yeah. you don't know where the turns are, how, right. like, if there's going to be a sharp left or sharp right. So you want to take it slow. I made it about 75% of the way. That's not and bad then, for your first time. And then, yeah, but then I died. Yeah. And then, <laughs> then I did it a second time, and I was like, okay, I kind of remember where I should be going, and got about 90% of the way. Nice. But, like, that's the thing. Like, if you have to do trial and error to remember, it's not even trial and error. It's right. just trial. <laughs> yeah. Like, you're just moving through it. You have to just know what's coming so that you can move confidently through it. You basically just have to do it a bunch of times and memorize it. That's, like, that's it. It's it's crazy, right? Yeah. That's not how, that's not how of, things uh, should be. Like, Donkey Kong Country 2 or something. There's, yeah. like, a level that you just have memory. It was, like, exactly like this. Just Which one? Um, if you don't remember, it's okay. Donkey Kong Country 2, I think. It's, like... You're I will take your word for just it. just, like, navigating a maze. Okay, but if you guys know what Joe, which level Joey's talking about, you should reach out to us at itsthextreme at gmail.com. That's I-T-S-T-H-E-X-S-T-R-E-A-M at gmail.com. Or on awesome. everything else in it's the extreme. Uh, yeah. yeah, so check us out on It's the Extreme. Anyway, um, yeah, it's just, that's the thing. Like, if you have this trial that's just forcing you to do it over and over and over and over until you're confident enough that you can move through it quickly enough without destroying your ship that's not fun after a while yeah it becomes like an actual just like i a trial like fuck like i'm i gotta just do it right just like tedious yeah and that's the thing also there's like about 75 percent of the way in they start marking the way with blue lights, mm-hmm. uh, signifying like, hey, you're getting close to the end. The problem is they're way too far from the end to give you a sense of how close you are to the end. Mm-hmm. So that's what happened on my first go. I, I saw the blue light and I'm like, oh, this is something different. I guess I must be close to the end. Nope. <laughs> I was not even close. Gotcha. But, but that's the thing, like, you, you set that expectation there's something different. Like, in the original stages, the blue lights were closer to the end. So you're like, oh, I'm at the blue light. I must be close. Mm-hmm. No, no, you're not. Ah, don't even think about that. Why did I do that? What? I don't know. Why? It's just, it's just, it's treachery. It's cantankery. Treacherous. Is that, is that a word? Cantankery? It is now. Whatever. Thank you. It's a word now. Um, but yeah, like, uh, honestly, like that we already kind of beat this horse to death yeah. about why this stage and the previous one weren't great. So do you think we should move on? Yeah, might as well. Like we did, we talked about it already, I guess last episode. 
Okay, so in that case, let's talk about the uh, the boss of the stage, Bob the Killer Goldfish. Yes. <laughs> All right, are you ready for this intensive walkthrough of how to beat Bob the Killer Goldfish? It's a long and arduous process. Yes, it requires many, many trials and tribulations, mm -hmm. and then once you're ready, you just walk up to the glass and break it and you win. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah! What? I feel like, uh, it's like, after all that, Boom. it's like the least, it's, like, it's the most anticlimactic boss. Yeah, but it's like hilarious, though. <laughs> it's hilarious. It's just yeah. like, oh, this, what is this fucking goldfish here? And fuck you. Like, get out of here. Yeah. I'm just like, and boom. Then, but it's so weird because the tube race was so tedious and hard and, like, took so much trial and effort. And then it's just like, yeah. Hey, you, you beat the tube race. Here, the, here just knock the yeah. boss over. They're probably just like, oh my god, this level was so long and annoying. Let's. I don't want to like fight a have them to fight a boss now. It's like what? <laughs> that actually would probably be a good explanation. Yeah. It's just like you're right. Like everybody's fucking fed up at that point. Yeah. They're just like I want to just end the stage, and yeah. they're probably just like, no, we feel ya. <laughs> we feel ya. Here you go. Here's just run up to the goldfish and knock it over, and you're done. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> but um, you know what's not as quick. Internet backstory on Bob the Killer Goldfish. <laughs> Internet backstory. All right. Man, I'm getting bad at segues. <laughs> Bob the Killer Goldfish is featured as a boss in all three of the console games. Bob, being just a goldfish, rides around in a small glass bowl and gets his feline minions, particularly number four, to do all the work for him. Uh, in the cartoon series, his home planet is La Planeta de Agua Arriba. Uh, and he wants Earthworm Jim's super suit so that he can have legs, as well as... I'm reading a quote. A nice, big, juicy worm soup to eat. <laughs> uh, Bob himself doesn't put up much of a fight uh, in Earthworm Jim. Jim simply knocks the bowl off the table, leaves him a flopping on the floor as Jim flies away. Uh, in Earthworm Jim 2, in a parody of the video game Boss Encounters, Bob is introduced with uh, a lot of drama in what appears to be a pre-boss battle cutscene, including like a Mortal Kombat-style fight message, uh, only to have Jim just suddenly pluck Bob from his bowl and eat him. Hmm. Imagine that, an earthworm eating a goldfish. Uh... Just... Get that, get that thought in your head. Let's stick there. Let it, let it marinate. Put okay. some, put some Montreal steak spice on it, <laughs> and then down that goldfish. In like a thousand uh, bites. In a thousand bites. By the way, actually, like completely off topic, I looked up recently how many licks it takes to get to the center of a tootsie pop. <laughs> <laughs> that's like a. Do good, you want? That's a fun thing to Google. Right. Do you want to know how many licks it takes? Yes. Well, it. You know what? Mm, take, take. Give me two guesses. Okay. Uh. Thirteen hundred and sixty-nine. Right. Higher. Uh. Two 
two thousand. A lot higher. Okay, uh, seven hundred. No, seven thousand. So okay, maybe not that high. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll tell you. It's twenty five hundred licks. All right. Twenty five hundred licks. To get to the center of a Tootsie Pop. Those fucking commercials lied to you. They were off by 2,497 licks. <laughs> but to be fair, no one actually just licks a Tootsie Pop. They well, leave, they leave you... it soaking in their mouths. That's true. You have your sal- saliva mm. just kind of do the rest of work. Anyway, back to what I was talking about. That was just completely... right. Non-consequential tangent that I happen to think of right now. Uh, in Earthworm Jerk 3D, uh, Bob and Number Four appear in a boss fight at the end of the fourth world, which has a cowboy theme apparently. So that's cool. This boss fight in- involves retrieving Jim's marbles and stealing them from Bob. It is often agreed amongst fans this is the easiest boss battle in the game, just like the Bob and the Goldfish fights. That okay, cool. No. If you have to do something more than walk up to the boss, it's not the easiest boss battle, internet! <laughs> God. Um, in the television series, Bob has a deep southern drawl and uh, apparently focuses attention on universal conquest and spends much of his day convincing the fish of La Planeta de Agua Arriba to embark on a destructive rampage usually to no avail. Um... In the cartoon, Bob is voiced by Jim Cummings, apparently, who cool. also did voices for... Let's look into Jim Cummings and see what else he did, because I'm loading the screen right now, and it's totally going to show other things. Uh, including Dr. Robotnik in the Son of the Hedgehog cartoons, and in Tasmanian Devil in Looney Tunes. Oh. Yeah, so there you go. Um, the voice... The voice Cummings uses for Bob is similar to the one he uses for Fuzzy Lumpkins from the Powerpuff Girls, apparently. Cool. And Bob is the only antagonist to appear in every game, or every Earthworm Jim game, including the handhelds. Cool. And that's all I got for Internet Backstory on Bob the Killer and Goldfish. Internet Backstory. My goodness, that actually ended up being a lot longer than I expected. All right. But now we can, we can move on, all right? Are we yes. ready to, to ready. rock it off to the next stage? Let's get out all of right. this stage. Guys, we've been practicing our coordination. We're going to get it right this time. Yes. All right, so I'm... Okay, where are you? I'm here on the left. Okay, I'll go on the right. And then I'm going to hit the button, and then we're going to fly off, and we're not going to fall into the wormhole okay. like we did last All right. time. Alright? I could do Okay. This, okay, hold this. on. And then I'm going to push the button. Are you ready? Yeah. yeah. Are you I'm... ready? Okay. Okay, I'm pushing the button. Okay. And we're going to take off. Wait. What? Okay. So we're already going. Okay. Okay.
Welcome back. Hey, people. We managed to land the rocket with minimal effort, and, you know, it was it's not a problem. It's not a problem. It was oh. fine. Oh. Speaking of it's not a problem, we beat the stage, too, which is yeah. good. And, again, yeah, master, master of segways. <laughs> master of segways. You are welcome, people. You may bask. In my presence. Zach Witter, master of segways. <laughs> master of something. I'll tell you that much. Um, but I'm yes. That, I'm putting that in the blurb. Put it, please do. Um, <laughs> but yes, not a problem is the stage that we just beat. Uh, so let's talk a little bit about it because it's broken up into three rounds. Yeah. So. Which are yeah. The same. They're kind of the same. They're kind of the same. Same so, yeah. Let's talk about it. So it's a bungee battle against Major Mucus. <laughs> because it's not a problem. Can right. uh, The only way to attack Major Mucus is by bounding uh, him off... Uh, is to bounce him off of the walls, uh, which helps uh, to break his bungee cord and have him fall into the Mucus Lake. Yeah. But you got to be very careful here because there's a bit of a uh, give, give and take, kind of a gambling, uh, gambling mechanic to how you attack. Because if you miss when you're trying to ram him into the wall, you could end up breaking your own rope against the wall. Yeah. Because you are also bungee jumping if that was not obvious enough. Right. <laughs> uh, also, there's like a monster... At wow. the, in the lake. Yes, and then uh, you'll end up in the snot lake. Um, but yeah, that's an interesting little mechanic that they got here because uh, you have to be careful about when you choose to do your attacks, not just to make sure you're lined up properly with Major Mucus, but if he starts spinning to attack you and you try to come in close without actually doing a uh, proper approach, he could actually just start breaking your own rope. Right. It's a cool little mechanic that I actually think should be... I, I think they did a good job here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, it's like, it's challenging enough. It's challenging, very much so. The only problem, yeah. I guess, with it is that it's not fleshed out enough. Uh, it's not really conveyed well enough how you're supposed to be... You're kind yeah. of figuring it out in the stage itself. Yeah. So there's not really a time... Like, round one is fairly easy because Major Mucus isn't really doing much. He's not really hitting you all mm. that much. He's giving you a little bit of leeway to understand how the rope mechanics work, how breaking the ropes work, how his spin attack works against your attacks. Um, and then you can kind of have a little bit more leeway to fuck around with the controls. I, I Actually, it's not bad. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would tend to think so, right? Yeah, agreed. Okay. Um, and then the, uh, the other thing, uh, uh, and I had to lift up my notes, which are apparently a hundred pounds. Um, <laughs> then, uh, there's, yeah, so one of the things you kind of just need to try to get a handle of is that there's a button that you can actually use to do a dash attack that closes in the distance very quickly. But again, it's another kind of a give and take where if you time it right, 
you could actually pin him against the wall and do a lot of damage, but if you miss, then you've just kind of sealed your fate and smashed yourself into the wall, probably losing a fair bit of uh, rope strength. Yeah. So I appreciate the give and take here. It makes it very hard. Um, right. Not easy. No, and then the problem also, not a problem, but the difficulty that really scales off across the stage here is it's broken up into three rounds. So mm-hmm. round one, again, pretty simple. Major Buke is just going up and down in the bungee. Sometimes he'll spin to attack you, which will kind of break your rope. But it's giving you kind of a introduction into how these fights should be going. Um, right. Round two, uh, the Major will spin a bit more often. And kind of be me more on top of you when he's like uh, bungeeing up and down. He'll try and kind of like get in closer. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also the major change between round one and two is that he's called in his pet into the uh, the phlegm lake, the mucus lake, uh, that will chomp Jim in half if he gets too close. Yes. He's like uh, in the center, right? He's moving around, actually. The uh, uh, moves the around. Okay. Uh, the thing is, yeah, you. Uh, there's an. It's an interesting mechanic because of the way that Jim stretches at the bottom. If he's not being hit, um, right. He could stretch right into the mouth of the monster and get chopped in half. But yeah. you could also just tank the hit from the major at the bottom, which changes how jim reacts when he gets to the bottom instead of stretching out he just kind of keeps tumbling in the air which cancels Mm. out his stretching which makes him not be able to be bitten by the phlegm monster strategy so it's an interesting strategy it's like a do you want to just lose the entire battle up front because you can't move away or do you want to tank the hit uh break a bit of your rope but stay alive Lesser of two evils. Yeah, it's an interesting uh, dichotomy there, where it's like, do you, if you cannot get away from the monster in time, do you just tank that hit so you don't die, so the animation doesn't trigger for Jim to stretch and does not give any leeway for the monster to eat you? Yeah. So it's a lot of different elements that you got to be aware of in a very short amount of time, honestly. True. Like the downwards, the down, the downward falling and the jumping back up is maybe a matter of like three seconds. Yeah, a couple like seconds. About right. Yeah. Um, so it's an interesting kind of thought pattern. You got to be like thinking about uh, so many things here. You like, do you go in to attack the major when you're going down? Uh, but. Where was the last place that you remember seeing the mucus monster? Are you in a position to be chomped by him? If you are, do you need to tank that hit to not be doing the stretching animation? Or do you have the the leeway to do dash attacks to smash him against the wall? Like, are you, do you know you're in the clear? There's a lot of things you could be thinking about in that moment. Yeah. It's just three seconds worth of thought, which is crazy. It's crazy. It's funny. It's like a whole level of boss battle, basically. Yeah, it, the whole thing is just an extended boss battle. By the way, yeah. do you know what the name of the monster is? 
Uh, can't wait to find out. It's the, it's mucus phlegm brain. <laughs> as in like, All right. as in like mucus, oh, mucus membrane. membrane. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there you go. I knew, I knew there had to be some sort of pun. Of course, this is Earthworm Jim. It's the king of puns. Yes. Um, but then round three, uh, it gets a lot harder than round two. Uh, by the way, in between rounds, your rope does not get fixed. So yeah, what's the deal with that? And his does. Like, his ro- well, yeah, that's what also makes this so much harder. Because in yeah. between each round, he gets an entirely brand new rope, and your rope is just the exact same it was at the end of the previous round. So yeah. if you really fucked up in round two, then you have like a sliver string to like beat him or take or take a death. Yeah. The only way to get your rope back is to die. Basically. But if you have no lives and no continues, you're gonna want to be really careful. Yes. So that's what also makes this stage a lot harder than not that it needs to be, but just that it seems. Like, yeah. From just like the level itself, it's like it's like yes. one concept, but it's not easy. Exactly. That's also yeah. Exactly. You're right. Like, uh, having it go from, like, fairly easy to medium to hard, relatively, like, if you had a reset, would be pretty fine, but the fact that they have continuation of your health in between each of these rounds is really what clenches it in difficulty. Yeah, yeah. And probably why people don't like this level. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I, whenever there's a level that, like, you need to beat all three rounds or whatever with the same health. It's all I hate that. It's like, ugh. If you lose the third round, you have to restart. Thankfully, if you just lose in the third round or second round after you've gotten there, it just resets that round. So it's not too... Yeah. It's not too much of a bitch. Right. It's still annoying because you have to do the, the round again, like if you're close... But yeah. it's not like, all right, back to round one. Like, that mm-hmm. would have really sucked. Yeah. That would have like, made this stage, like, a way worse. Yeah, like the final stages of Mega Man. Yeah, it's not like a like a boss rush kind of thing. It's just... Right. It's They're more lenient. You're only about halfway into the game, so they're not yeah, going to be sure. as intentionally mean. Yeah. It's like a mid-game kind of fun battle honestly like just take a step back and think about what you're doing you're a super powered earthworm in a space shoot uh bungee in a bungee jump battle against a full mucus monster over (laughs) a pit of snot that houses a snot monster that's trying to eat you yeah normal stuff it's a normal day in the life for earthworm jim Maybe, yeah. yeah, but for other normal people, probably not. It's probably yeah, it's not, not your day to day. Yeah, it's not like a person kind of thing to do. But it's also just like the, the setting up a theme here. Like, you're theming Earthworm Jim to just be absolutely butt fucking bonkers. Like, the, yes. theme, the theme is just whatever acid trip they saw that morning, that's, <laughs> that's the stage. Yeah. Like, they took a hefty load of peyote 
and was just like, okay, we need to think of a stage now. Where's okay. Jim going now? What if, like... Whatever, just like a pile of snot. <laughs> God, like, Jim keeps picking his nose and, like, stepping in, like, oh, what if, like, ew, like, he's doing that thing where the snot, like, like he spits and it goes up back into his mouth and, oh, my uh... God. I think we just had a boss battle idea. <laughs> like, I don't even with this. Um, but round three... Again, there's a, it's a lot harder than round two, but there is a minor exploit that you can actually take advantage of to make it a little bit easier, uh, if you happen to notice this. Uh, on the return trip up, the Major will try to come directly, uh, like line yeah. himself up directly with your bungee. Uh, if you're positioned very close to the wall during that time, you can actually bait him into being very close to the wall himself, then you just kind of shift over a little bit to the left or right out of his way and then smash him into the wall. Do a ton of damage. Yeah, I noticed. So it actually makes, if you can catch on to that, like that attack pattern, then you actually get rewarded and the fight gets a lot easier. Yeah, or faster at least. A lot faster, that's a better way of putting it. Um, but then, yeah, that's pretty much like this. this whole thing works. Like, I think it's a really well done stage. I mean, yeah. also comparatively to the last stage, I would think this is the best. Not the best I stage, agree. but like. Yeah, I mean, the best done. Well, most well done. Yeah. Compared to the last one. Well, they had a lot more to just kind of focus on here. Like, it's not. There's yeah. Nothing, it's not like a stage they had to build around it. Um, right. Definitely still my favorite is the hell stage, but like, this is this is good. Yeah. But I think it's good by virtue of the fact that they didn't have to focus on creating an entire level surrounding Yeah, exactly. So, they could focus on the details more and stuff. Exactly. They the could gameplay. Yes, they could focus on the D gameplay of the actual boss fight itself and not have to worry about making the stage around it, so they put all of their effort into making this good. Yeah. Which is probably why it's so enjoyable. It's fun. And then we beat it. Yeah, we beat's not a problem. Yes. All right, that was not a problem. Yeah, by the way, I want to just read, not the internet backstory yet, but just the game descriptions, game manual of this stage. Are you ready? Ready. Uh, bungee jumping is scary enough without Major Mucus trying to bash you into walls, but that's exactly his plan. As Jim's bungee cord gets thinner and thinner, his life hangs on by a few measly rope threads. But that's not all. Mucus Flembrain is counting on you to get too close to the pool of snot or fall in. He's waiting for lunch. <laughs> God, whoever wrote these is a genius and I love them. Um, did we do one last episode? The... Yeah, I'm pretty sure we did. Yeah, 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 we did. Yeah. But now let's do a proper internet backstory. Internet backstory. For Major Mucus and his pet. Major Mucus is a phlegm-based alien who is the military dictator of a distant phlegm planet. Uh, Major Mucus desires an Earthworm Jim's super suit, uh, which led him to having a bungee jumping jewel over a pit of snot, and it's not a problem. Uh, during this mission, uh, it was during this mission that Jim would acquire a new ally from the phlegm planet, 
Snot, S-N-O-T-T. Apparently a defector from Major Mucus's ranks. Uh, Snot would later help Jim defeat Queen Slug for a butt in the last level. (gasps) Spoiler alert! (laughs) Letting letting Jim stand on him as he hover around the Queen. Um, In Earthworm Jim 2, Jim returned to the Flem planet on his pocket rocket to destroy the Major once and for all. Uh, Major Mucus used his massive army of things such as exploding sumo wrestler launching catapults. Mm-hmm. What? What did I just say? I don't what, know. what are the Holding words that sumo wrestler? What did launching I launching catapults? What were the okay? I mm. anyway to try and destroy Jim on the pocket rocket in the level of the Flying King. Um, the Flying King. I just got that. What? <laughs> the Flying King. The Flying King. S- flying King. Flying King. Flying okay. King. Uh. <laughs> did, did you? Did we? Are we there yet? Did oh, you catch me? God. Did you catch my drift? Yes. Are you picking up what I'm getting at, Simba? Flying King. There you go. <laughs> Apparently, after, uh, although apparently destroyed after Earthworm Jim 2, Major Mucus would reappear as a major villain in the comic book miniseries. Um, yes, and Major Mucus is the only villain from both original Earthworm Jim games not to appear in the television cartoon series. Um, although a miniature version of him was included with the Psycho action figure in the Playmates Toy Toyline! And then a uh, quick thing about mucus phlegmbrain uh, is made of snot. He has, uh, yep, an eyeball in its jaw. And Ooh. mucus phlegmbrain's name is a pun on mucus membrane, which is the substance that lines animals' body cavities and surrounds their internal organs. Science. Science! Science! Oh, and that was the end of Internet Backstory. Internet Backstory. Yeah. And that's it. That's two levels. So that means we've hit our quota a lot faster today. (laughs) Clock out. We're done for the day. No, but uh, thank you guys again so much for listening. I'm going on break. You're going on break? Let's just finish this up first before we go on break. Yeah. So thank you guys so much for listening. We obviously appreciate it infinitely. If you want to get in touch with us, again million different ways it's the extreme at gmail.com that's i-t-s-t-h-e-x-s-t-r-e-a-m at gmail.com check us out on twitter facebook instagram twitch at it's the extreme i-t-s-t-h-e-x-s-t-r-e-a-m if you want to keep in touch with our crazy shenanigans yeah and i want to thank our network uh never sleeps network Thank you for hosting us. We really appreciate it. Go check out all their awesome shows. Um, and that's about it, I think. I think so. So I guess... Mm-hmm. All right. Okay, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. We can get this rocket thing, man. I believe in us. All no, right? Yeah, like, okay, we, we got this. This is the one yeah. of these times this rocket's going to work, I swear. We're smart. We're mm-hmm. smart people. We can figure it out. Okay, how about this? I'm gonna go on the left, and then you go on the right. Hit the button. Okay. okay. So, Are you sure, because like last time I was on the left, maybe I could do it this time. That's uh. Well, we'll try this first, and we'll switch it up yeah. if this doesn't work. Okay. Right. So I'm okay. on. 
Okay, so I'm gonna be on the left. So you're on the left. So let me just Jimmy. Yeah, let me on get the right. Yeah, and I'm gonna just get into position real quick. Cause don't don't touch anything yet. I'm not there. Okay. I gotta wrap. There. You're on the. Are you on the right or? Are, wait, are you on the left no. too? No. But then yeah, who's hitting no. the button? No one's on the left. Oh god, no. it's the, oh, there's a slime monster who's gonna hit the button for no, us we, and we're both on the left! No! 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 no. no. Sleeps Network production, executive produced by Alex Ross. For more information and content, visit NeverSleepsNetwork.com.